Welcome back again to the Heavy Shelf Podcast. I'm your host, David Richards. And with me, as always, I'm happy to have Luca here with me. Hello. And our smooth-talking moose. Hello. Today, we have a bit of a handful of things to cover. A little, a little bit of updates from last week's podcast with Blizzard and them doubling down. Uh, we had a, I'd say, a somewhat massive event with Fortnite Chapter 2 coming up. And then... We're going to talk about what's been going down with League of Legends, or I should say Riot Games more specifically, in their 10-year anniversary. But for starters, before we get into that, what has everyone been playing? Uh, you know, a little bit of Vermintide, a little bit of, you know, the usual uh, insurgency sandstorm, you know. Uh, didn't get around to trying whatever uh, Epic's currently offering up for free, but, you know. It's been a busy week, you know, I haven't had too much recreational time or downtime. Moose, you've been playing anything? Uh yeah, much much the same. I haven't had too much time, but I have been playing some uh some good old Minecraft. Uh this time on the heavy shelf Minecraft uh, realm. So that's pretty that's pretty cool. True, true. Um full disclosure, I used to hate Minecraft fervently because I thought it was overhyped in that that its times had passed. And we need to get on to other games. Well, playing Minecraft, and then seven hours later, I realized I had not stopped playing Minecraft. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> he, he did, in fact, post in our Discord server something along the lines of, damn, I like Minecraft, uh, to the mass celebration of just the rest of the universe, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> finally, I heard be one of us. stars explode in the distance. Pretty much what and not like in chaotic ways, right? Not not like destroying solar system. Explode with joy, mm-hmm. joyous yeah. celestial beings. Like a like a soft I firework. Feel, I feel like you rounded up a little bit too high with the celestial beings. That being said, though, um, yeah, I don't know why I held off for so long. I'm a little worried about how much. I can do, but how good I am not at doing those things in Minecraft. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things I need to know that I don't know to make things go faster. But I'm also too stubborn to learn those things. So, like, right now I'm doing fine with just my stone pickaxe, but I'm sure I need to be doing what I need to do to get a diamond pickaxe to make things all faster. But I'm not doing that, you know? And then I've seen some some people have these contraptions with infinite chicken makers or something like that. And I'm like, I don't even know where to even start with that. I'm just kind of busy building my small little castle. But again, I'm enjoying it. And uh, I'm happy with the potential. And it's been good having a kind of server of our own. I I played Minecraft like a long time ago. But it was like, honestly, two or three days in a row. I was unemployed at the time, so I was like, hmm, maybe stop playing the video games. Like It, it was right after college, and I was like, hmm, maybe don't play this game and get a job. And so that's why I put it off. But it's it really is a different thing when you're playing with other people on a server. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And so that's definitely what's drawn me to it. And uh, looking forward to putting more out there. I already got some nice shots for Instagram. I'm, I'm proud of it. But anyone else who played Minecraft, like, what is this? Why do you even show this? This is not impressive. He's, he's gonna be shown off his uh, his house on Instagram, right? And it's just gonna be like some dirt blocks. <laughs> <in a door. laughs> exactly. Pretty the much. The floor will be the crafting table, and that is it. Yeah, pretty much. And so, yeah, that's what I've been playing. I'm enjoying myself. Um, I do want to get into Blizzard and how. It's been tough kind of deciding not to play those Blizzard games, to be honest. Because I kind of want to, you know, running a gaming website, I really should be playing all the games I can. Mm -hmm. And so it's a mixture of staying in the know 
or activism as far as not playing a game for XYZ reason. Yeah. But then again, it's like I've already paid for it. But also, <laughs> does me not playing it help? Uh, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because Blizzard seems to have doubled down and they banned the college team that came out in support of Hong Kong uh, when this oh, stuff wow. originally went down. And the thing is, if you've been following it closely, you're like, oh, well, this this was bound to happen because, you know, they're just taking the rounds and they're going around following the rules, you know? But if you're just kind of looking back and see the whole picture, or, or you don't see the whole picture, you only see, like, the things popping up here and there, it looks to the average person like, wow, Blizzard is just really pro-China because they're shutting down anyone mm-hmm. that says anything about Hong Kong because it looks like the stories are completely separate when really they were kind of the, tied together. Yeah. And so uh, I was I was under the impression that they had actually taken a step back and let uh, his name was Blitzchunk, right? Yes. So I, I good I point. Thinking, oh. They did reduce his sentencing, I guess. His suspension. Oh gosh, that's dark his language sus- to use. His suspension. They did reduce his suspension from one year to six months, and they ke- and they let him keep his prize money. The downside is he has to spend that six months in time. Oh <laughs> Wow. That's why okay. I said sentencing. Now, um, and then the college team that came out in support of him, they were not suspended. Now, mind you, their whole thing was, you should suspend us too. Mm-hmm. And then Blizzard was like, well then, okay, you're suspended. And yeah. then and they're like, cool, that's what we wanted. But then again, if if you know the whole story, it's like, okay, this was a natural development. This isn't really Blizzard being mean this is blizzard pretty much owning up to what they wanted in the first place but again if you're not following everything it's like blizzard takes down yet another person for going against hong kong or mm-hmm. no well, they, no for they, going against china they effectively blocked uh or i'm sorry back blizzard into a corner here you know because like it was it was hey you know you want to stick to your your supposed justification here ban us come on come on you won't do it come on come on like uh, yeah, you know, it it was just a natural progression of the events. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not to necessarily excuse, you know, if you have a problem with it, what they did, uh, Chung, But this part was, I would say, sort of, you know, like I said, uh, a natural progression. Now, in reference to what I was talking about earlier, as far as deciding whether or not to continue playing Blizzard games, pretty much have them all already. And uh, in some ways, Minecraft made that decision a lot easier this past week. That's therapeutic. Instead, but do you guys feel it's in, in your opinion? Because we've actually talked about activism before, as far as what should gamers do, what they should and shouldn't do. Is it an effective form of activism? Do you guys feel to not play a game? Do you mean um, does like, it have like, like if you've already bought it and you decide not to play it, do you guys feel it's more effective to not play the game or to play the game? But while you play it, you stream the very thing. Like, like if I were to play the game, I would, I feel like I would have to stream it and just talk about what's going on in Hong Kong nonstop while I'm playing the game. I think it depends uh. on if it's a multiplayer or single player game, mm-hmm. not playing a multiplayer game, even if you've already bought it is going to be effective just because if a whole bunch of other people do that and then matchmaking takes forever and people just don't want to bother with waiting 20 minutes to get into a match because half the people aren't playing anymore that's that's pretty effective um for a single player game i mean (laughs) there's nothing that you're doing by not playing it if it has no multiplayer function um but that is that is a pretty funny idea like you say streaming it and where you just talk about what they don't want you to talk about i like that uh i i guess my position is sort of roughly the same as his on an individual level i think it's a lot more important not to give the company any more money as a form of protest mm-hmm. uh but if yeah, enough that's my problem i've given them all my money so it's like who's winning here <laughs> well, yeah but you know you can like not buy any more uh like overwatch coins True. And so forth, right 
Um, but, you know, again, as just, like, one guy, yeah, it doesn't really matter that you're not playing the game, but if enough people do it, it'll hurt the analytics of the game, and thus the company. Yeah. I, I think legitimately, well, God, I don't know if I'm going to do it on the Heavy Shelf channel or my own channel, but if I do play this game, it's going to be just nonstop updates about Hong Kong. And I just hope they make a move. Yeah. That'd be a... Hmm. Um, now, now, they did uh, cancel. Weren't they going to have like a Blizzard uh, yes, that, release? Yes, thank you. That's what I was trying to remember. Um, yes, so on top of the whole team being suspended, the college team, mm-hmm. Overwatch was coming to the Switch. I already heard a lot about stuff like Overwatch just can't run on the Switch. So that, on top of the whole Blizzard stuff, there had been efforts to organize a protest around it. And obviously Nintendo's like, no, we're not going to have any of that stuff near us. And they just canceled the event. Oh, uh... The Overwatch what, launch event. What I, uh, from what I had read, it was uh, Nintendo stressed that Blizzard was the one that uh, canceled it. Mm. From what I had seen. Anyway. We're seeing two sides of a story. I don't know. It oh, would make sense... They simultaneously it would make sense to me either way. It. it would make sense to me either way, just because I mean we're already hearing bad things. Well, what okay, what I saw, they had been highlighting how Nintendo usually does a lot more to push these games when they're coming out, but how there you could hardly see anything from Nintendo specifically for Overwatch this time around compared to other games. Yeah, I I um like I had heard it was coming out, but I was surprised that it was coming out that soon because I, I had barely seen anything. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's a surprise." Yeah, it's a it's a bad time for them to announce a new release. <laughs> now, yeah, other than that, I can't think of anything Blizzard's got going for themselves right now. That's good. That can kind of like play offense to get people's mind off of the whole Hong Kong incident. Cause again, like they, they messed up doubly now is what it seems with the college team. And then again, nothing but reports that overwatch can't really run on the switch. And from what I've seen online, it's not like people have gotten less interested in the Hong Kong protests. They're still very much there online wise, at least if anything, they seem to be, you know, in the long uh, in the long term, gaining uh, attention because they've been going on for more than a hundred days, and you weren't hearing about them a few months ago. It seems like people are actually getting more interested. To me, yeah. As a uh, Satanta says in the chat, BlizzCon's going to be a shit show, and so I think that'll be a sign of how much staying power this has, and what impact yeah. it could have on video games, or Blizzard, I should say. By the time BlizzCon happens, BlizzCon is like November 1st, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. I've, I've, I feel, <laughs> it's not too far Blizzard. off, I know that. Chat, chat, help us. <laughs> Come on, someone someone with faster Googles. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, I guess that's uh, to be determined. Let's just table it like that. Yeah. In other news, because I am lacking segues today, (laughs) I know this is a topic that many on the Heavy Shelf server don't care for, except for me, because it's almost like Team Minecraft versus Team Fortnite. By Team Fortnite, I mean me. That's it. Uh, I'm a neutral party, by the way. (laughs) I, I have played less and less, but they did a very, very interesting marketing stunt, I would say, this past weekend. At the end of their season 10, they essentially did this. They always do events. This one in particular followed up on the story, the storyline that they had been developing all last season and that there was essentially this time warp, time melding, reality building situation going on with these nukes and these asteroids and all that. And 
someone hit a button somewhere and all these nukes and asteroids went off at the same time, making reality collapse in on itself. Okay. <laughs> Which, the, the science checks out. I punched yeah. some numbers into my calculator. It happens. Yeah, if, yeah. if an asteroid and a nuclear bomb touch, right, the entire universe ceases to exist. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. It's, it's because so, of the mega reverse red matter polarity. Now again, I'm given just a, a rough guess as to what happened because I haven't been playing as much this last season because honestly, like, the, the kids, they're just too fast. Like, calm down. Like, for one, like, do you have to have... Like, I just imagine those can, keyboards just littered with, like, cocaine dust because, like, that's what... <laughs> that must be what they're on to be so fast. It's unreasonable. But they have done some things with the next season to kind of help out. Um, they have old geezers like me that can compete against other bots now. So you can set a handicap. Gonna... Yeah, pretty much. Well, they have it. Well, um, they've done a few things, but before we get into the kind of patch list of what they've done with that event, did you guys hear about it from any other circles or did it get to you at all or what? I, I didn't hear about it except for uh, you. I did look at their, uh, they called it season. No, uh, Fortnite chapter two. Yeah, yeah. chapter two. I, I did mm-hmm. uh, see that and I, I looked through that, but I, I didn't hear about the event. I only heard that they were quote unquote shutting down. And I was like, okay, obviously a marketing stunt. Yeah. So and that was the that's brilliant it. thing about it. The first thing I thought of when I saw this event was like, older God, the children. Because we're old enough to know it's like, oh, marketing, it's fine. Fortnite will be back. Mm-hmm. This poor guy was on stream for like eight hours waiting for the, because the whole universe of the game kind of went to this one little black hole that just stayed on screen. And all you could do was exit the game. And it would <laughs> say, thank you for playing Fortnite. And then, so it looked like it was just done. And so I, I saw a couple of videos of kids just being like, Oh no! Like this cute little British kid is like, oh no, no, no! Just like flipping out. They've like taken the Fortnite, Fortnite mother. Yeah, oh pretty much. God. Like one kid, he was like, "We're being digested." Like he didn't know how to say, what? like, well, because he didn't know how to explain how the black hole was eating everything. <laughs> so oh he was God. just like, "We're being digested," and the parents like, "We're what?" Um, and then uh, he was like, "Did they really just kill Fortnite?" Mom, mom, what's Fortnite? Did they really just kill Fortnite? And they like cut the camera because you can see the kid is about to have a conniption fit through oh, the goodness. ages that will ring forever. He, he's just like that kid who's just somehow been confronted with his own mortality through Fortnite. <laughs> the yeah. first existential crisis for, for many what's people. Funny, <laughs> what's funny is like there were some numbers that popped up during the event. Like in the little black hole, still don't know what they mean. They really don't mean much of anything. It's not like, I mean, if anything, it was just to keep people busy. But while they were trying to figure that out, they're like, okay, okay, we're cool, we're cool. This means it's 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 gonna be back on tonight, guys. It's fine. They're just doing a thing. It'll be back on eight a.m. Eastern time. That's what that's what these numbers mean. Eight a.m. Eastern time. No, 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 no. Yeah, it would be um, 8 p.m. Eastern time rolls around. Like, okay, so so it's not back, but maybe they meant like a different time zone, and it'll it'll be a couple more hours. <laughs> Stream is still standing by, tired, like heads drowsy. It's like, okay, so uh, Fortnite's still not back. <laughs> like they're all trying to think their career choices and like. What game am I going to start streaming now that Fortnite's gone, you know? And then it finally, because it went out like Sunday or Saturday, and it finally came back Tuesday. I just imagine, right, like as, you know, this whole stunt is going down, I'm just imagining like Apex, uh, the people who are on Apex, right, just on their knees, like, please, please don't let this be a stunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, no, Minecrafters rejoiced all over the place. Honestly, I wasn't wanting Fortnite to shut down. But it would have been interesting just to see how the game industry reacts because it has sucked up so much money Yeah, out of the games industry. I mean, this is probably the longest that a lot of people have went without playing Fortnite. 
they had That's to forcefully sad. disable the game so that they wouldn't play it for the span of what two, three, four days. I know you're correct. Like I know there's a significant number of people that that is actually the longest they've gone in, uh, without playing in a significant period of time, like months. I'm like, oh god. With Fortnite not being able to be played, that's what allowed me to start playing Minecraft. Because it happened all in the same weekend. Because mm. I was interested in seeing the I was interested in seeing the new content for sure, but you know, just one there. And when it did come back, I will say the event was pretty nice. It's a whole new map now. Well, I shouldn't say whole new. It's like ninety percent new. They've reused a lot of location names, but mm-hmm. they're in new design. Apparently, they have one of the top dogs from one of the uh, earlier Call of Duty Black Ops map designers, one of the good ones. They brought Mm -hmm. him on, and you can tell that there's like an entirely different philosophy behind this map where it's not as good as Apex Legends to where it's like they made a bunch of mini-maps and then smartly split them up. Not that they didn't know what they were doing before, but it seems like they just got a guy who knows what he's doing now. Yeah. Because it flows so seamlessly in between everything, and it's not like these, like the mountains and cliffs and stuff aren't cartoony like they were before. It's where, like, I got to walk around this big mountain just because they weren't smart about giving me any other pathway around it. Yeah. So it's much easier to traverse. You got boats now. You got rivers that go throughout the whole map. And it's not bad. Um, now, now, I think one of the funny things about this is I heard a whole lot of commotion with the whole Fortnite shutting down, right? Mm-hmm. When it started back up, I had to go and look up what it was about. They, they, they managed to create a lot of commotion about it shutting down, but not as much about it starting up. And so when I saw, oh, swimming and a new map, okay, cool. And then I just closed it out of the window and moved on. Uh, yeah. It was it was an interesting outcome for that kind of a stunt. I, I don't know if that's what they intended. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right, because I think they would let the stunt go on so much that it's like you really got to come up with a lot of good things. And they didn't really shake it up all that much, in my opinion. Yeah. Just yeah. new map. And they even the new map, again, the, they're yeah. using some of the old names, and you almost kind of see how the map's just been flipped in some ways. Mm-hmm. His locations that were northeast are now going to be southwest, vice versa. They just open up the the map, um, the the height map for it, and they just click on flip. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then from there, I think because other major streamers like Ninja said, "Guys, whatever happens, let's just enjoy the time we've had with Fortnite. Let's let, let's not." be so judgmental about the new mechanics or whatever, like, let's da-da-da-da-da, you know? Yeah. And I'm th- sitting there thinking, like, oh, clearly he's going to know something, what's going on with it. But if he's on, like, new mechanics, I'm thinking, how much have they changed the game up? Because, like, if they're talking about, like, you got sliding or ping, a better ping system, like, if they're doing stuff to compete with Apex even more, like, I kind of want to see what they come up with, but it wasn't that much of a difference. I mean, they've added some new things to kind of make it easier for you to keep track of how many, easier to keep track of and give you more ways to earn experience faster. Like I feel this time it's much more generous with rewarding you for playing. Mm -hmm. So where before, if you wanted to get to level 100, like not only do you have to be all in it, but you got to be good at the game too. I get the sense now, I just need to play the game consistently enough and I will get to level 100 and unlock all the things. I don't have to be a beast at it. Yeah, it it so, seems... I mean, I don't know. It seems like a real big build-up for exactly. something that they could have fit as any other season. They could have pushed this out as season 11, and I think everybody would have been like, oh, cool. This, this is really cool. Uh, I think, like, the big thing is that, like, oh, it's a almost entirely new map, you know, like, ooh, rivers. And, it, like, it's just sort of like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> like, they should have come up with another game mode as well. Like that would have been really bold if they're like, "Look, here's a custom game mode, not 
not to compete with Battle Royale, but to get people thinking like, oh, wait, could this replace Battle Royale? You and know, if it was good a on its survival own. Survival sandbox but they game mode. Like, but well, just anything, anything. Like, just how pe- some people have said, you know, it would be cool if they could actually do a game mode where we can really take advantage of the building in like a strategic sense, not just a spam build button sense, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, but what you have to nothing. understand, man, is that they uh, they made group, like group emotes, right? And so uh, basically that just blows everything you said out of the water. Touché. It changes the name Touché. of the game, man. Come on. Get with the program. I mean, you have fishing now. That was interesting. Because yeah, in the trailer, about? in the trailer, they made it seem like they were fishing guns. I'm like, I kind of like that aspect because you're <laughs> just gambling. You can find a fishing pole everywhere, and then you just like throw a rod, pull out a gun. Except maybe I shouldn't have been so surprised, but when I fished, I didn't pull a gun out. I pulled a fish out. <laughs> you club someone to death and I was fish. like what do I do with this and it said eat it and I'm like okay you know like smacked me with a bunch of health and uh, shields I was like okay not really how fish works Epic Games Bass Pro Shop collaboration pretty much because <laughs> you can get different sized fish too so yeah. do you have so them funny. graded was, for their side I, I was in the middle of a firefight right and I was like you know what while he's reloading I'm just gonna fish real quick I'm going to get that big fish I got last time, and I'm going to have the upper hand. No, I got this, like, little bitty minnow fish, and then I just got blasted in the face by a shotgun <laughs> while I was like, what is this? And then, boom, dead. Um, but then again, maybe don't fish during a firefight, I admit. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I figured he would just understand, like, wait, 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 like, gentlemen's timeout. Let me you fish. Figured, you figured the seven-year-old playing Fortnite was going to, like, respect this sort of oh man duel. it did work once though i was fishing and then this dude was charging me like he was ready to shoot and i i was i'm still holding the fishing rod and i just kind of slightly turned my character like really you're gonna like this i'm just i'm not engaging i'm just fishing and then he responded by just turning and setting out his rod right next to me <laughs> and we we're just fishing together peacefully not on the same team and then someone on my team just blasted him with a boat to the face. Just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. And it was one of those, like, genuinely funny moments of, like, this is why we can't have peace. Like, there will always be some guy that, like, we were clearly, peacefully fishing together. <laughs> and then my teammate's like, I'll save you. Boom, just bam, blast through him. Man. Like, it really looked like a park ranger. Just taking things way too serious with no fishing in the park. That being said, though, that being said, there's not much else going on there. You know, in a as far as com- all that hype. Oh man, this sentence is about to be bad. In competitive Minecraft, uh, okay. for Skyblock and different stuff like that, mm. the fishing rod is actually like a super useful utility tool because you can use it to pull people off of edges. And I was expecting you to go like that. Or maybe like the, the fishing rod is like a low-budget oh, grappling hook. That's another feature. You can pick people up and hoist them on Oh, your that's back. pretty cool. So someone tried that. Rod, right? So someone actually kidnapped an opposing team's player. <laughs> like as they were trying to revive him. He was like, nope, I'll take him. <laughs> he just <laughs> left with the dude. And oh, then man. so people were flipping out about that on Reddit. It's like, dude, you can kidnap people. That's... That's pretty cool. Teaching, teaching the youth good habits. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty good marketing stunt to get attention. I mean, even Lady Gaga was like, okay, so what's Fortnite? And then um, Ninja pretty much was, uh, we can play together. <laughs> and then Lady Gaga was like, who are you? <laughs> Which and the, I, I and think the it shows you just said, how much of a disconnect there is between between well, different kinds of fame now. I could yeah. be wrong, but I've heard that Lady Gaga does play video games, but it's one of those things. Obviously, she's got enough going on. She's not like hip with all the games. You well, know? Yeah, they had they had Snoop Dogg at the Battlefield One opening, um, open mm-hmm. open alpha that they oh, were doing, beautiful. and like and like Zac Efron and stuff like that. There, I think. No, no, no. Go back to Snoop Dogg. I just want to hear about him playing Battlefield. 
he was playing Battlefield. That's really all. That's really all that I can tell you. Um, so it's it's not unheard of, but it's it's kind of obvious with this that these people are not. It, it's it's just a, it's such a different realm, you know. Like mm. to to think that someone doesn't know who Ninja is from this kind of like we play video games perspective. It's kind of surprising. It's like, do you not play like? Like, what's what's up? What, Do what are you, you doing? Not know anyone under the age of like fourteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Fortnite is a big phenomenon, but I don't know. I just thought that that was an interesting exchange. That Fortnite made it up to all the way to that stratosphere. Now, and then she do, was like, do you want to go and talk about um what I would call another marketing stunt done by another yeah. company? Maybe it's go a, on. It's like a, like a, like a, Hey, uh, this game's been out for 10 years. We're a company. We're going to do some more games. You want to talk about that nah, yet? Aren't, aren't you supposed to just like ignore the whole 10 years and just kind of keep going? Or do you, or do you do a riot games did and be like, yo, we've been here for 10 years. We're going to celebrate league of legends, but also maybe, show you some other stuff that might not quite be ready to be shown, but we're going to show it anyways because glitch, glamour, fanfare. Um, also, I saw some people describe this as Blizzard's Reckoning, like Riot Games, <laughs> come to steal your girl kind of thing. Which is I'm <laughs> silly, silly in a lot of factors. When Riot Games announces an MMO, then, then I'll say, okay, Riot Games is trying to usurp Blizzard there. But, um, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that Riot Games announcing multiple different things. Like, like, where do we start? So, so, so it's 10 year anniversary of League of Legends, not necessarily of Riot Games themselves. So, you know, League of Legends, it's popular. It's a MOBA. People play it. It's Big, just the 10 year anniversary, of the part of Riot Games that matters. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're they're doing a fun little thing, and I'm sure there's a whole lot of people there who's like, yay. Right, they got they got some team fight tactics news because of course they do. Um, and then a, a mobile version of League of Legends, and it's not like a port; it's like its actual own little tweak. Uh, oh, and then, well, well, not just mobile version. It's important to say it's mobile and console. Mobile and, and there, console. There are a few console mobiles that I've played. Smite so was like, one actually, of them, right? I like this. Well, well Smite's my example. It was one on Nintendo Switch. That I played, and I remember thinking, like, this is actually fun. Like, this kind of mobile I can play. Because even though I do enjoy League of Legends, um, Luca knows last time we played Dota, it went bad. Very, very bad. You guys should have waited for That's me. That's an understatement. Well, no, like, I, I remember, you. so I remember when I first tried Dota, I hadn't played any mobile yet. So it was what it was, and I liked it at the time. Didn't play for years, went back to it. Horrible experience. Because it was me. It was all my fault. But after I played a kind of lighter MOBA on console, lighter in that it's not as complex, you have some stuff that's like auto shop. You don't have to worry about shopping and doing this and that. You know, you just you just use your strategy. Hit this guy, don't hit that guy. Move forward, don't move forward yet. Wait on your team. You know, just simple stuff. I like that. I don't like to have to remember all the, oh, I need this potion and this kind of boots and that kind of thing and da-da-da-da-da. You know, let me upgrade. Let me make decisions. That's it. I just want to keep it simple. I've seen more of that on console versus uh, PC. Mm-hmm. That being said, though, out of the PC ones, when I have played League of Legends, I have preferred that in just like the sheer amount of heroes and stuff. I was like, good on you guys. That, that's some big game right there. Do they have a random button? <laughs> yeah. And so... without I, was Was that a legitimate question? Oh, um, uh, semi, semi, because <laughs> I, I, I know a bunch of people who always like to do random when they play a MOBA just because either they're that good or they care that little, you know, I would it's, definitely fall into the latter category. Yeah, it's like <laughs> uh, Heroes um, of the Storm. I think um, as chat was saying, Heroes of the Storm, I think was a decent MOBA, but I think that for the people who've been playing MOBAs and like they're hardcore into it. It just wasn't hardcore enough for them. Be- like, 
Tears of the Storm to me was like casual compared to the other stuff, you know? And we can't have any casuals in this hardcore gaming yeah, well, network. Uh, I mean, you just can't. Like, some of the, like, you have to have some unreasonable level of difficulty. Well, I do feel like that's a genre things. thing with MOBAs. I feel like having a casual MOBA is just like having a competitive cooking game where it's like, <sighs> yeah, I s- you could theoretically do it. But at a certain point, you know, the, the cooking almost takes like a like a reskin, right? Like a, like mm-hmm. overcooked, right? The the cooking is it's it's a skin of a of a you know well, whatever it's just mini a game fact, sort of game. It's just a fact that as far as things being taken seriously competitively, there needs to be some kind of thing, niche or niche, however you say it, that separates the hyper competitive from the rest of the pack. Fortnite has building. Rocket League has aerials. Um, MOBAs have all the other nonsense. Have, have a bunch keep... of MOBA stuff. MOBAs, yeah. <laughs> they well, got like, heroes. It sounds simple, but like sometimes just managing the shop of like, oh, I haven't actually spent my money. Like, what do I buy? I don't know what to buy right now. I, I, I also they... don't have the time to learn all this stuff. Mm, that's I'm going to go one. back to playing this, you know? I, I want to spend like two hours in the shop. That, I think the best way to put it is that MOBAs have 900 pairs of boots to choose from. Mm, yes. They all do different things. And if you choose the wrong one, your team will vote kick you. You should know how to play, noob. Exactly. Uh, they also announced, um, just moving on here, Legends of Runeterra, which is a strategy card game where skill, creativity, and cleverness determine your success. Which is good, because I'm tired of strategy card games where luck and stupidity determine your success. I, I thought you won card games for just, like, throwing cards at the other guy's face until one of them stuck yeah it's really it's all on the wrist when you're playing card games because if you can't throw it just right you're never going to stick it into the dude's back you know exactly um so that's that's obviously very i mean along the lines card games i don't know it's it's been like the hot side thing for people to do right uh, elder scrolls kinda, but isn't it elder scrolls well, I feel, legends well, and i uh, feel like it's Artemis. actually kind yeah. of dying off though mm-hmm, in definitely. that hearthstone i think around 2017 was is it Hearthstone or Hearthstone? Am I saying this wrong? Just just butcher it so bad that we can't even tell, like Horverstone. So that game by Blizzard, mm-hmm. that includes cards. I feel like its peak was around 2017. And then there was like a slight overlap with other people coming out with stuff or announcing their stuff coming out around late 2017, but they actually started coming out 2018 and so on and so forth. But by then people were like, yeah, no, we moved on. Because I remember following that subreddit and seeing people complain like, "I th- this game's just too expensive to win at anymore." Like the, apparently they're complaining that it wasn't it wasn't pay to win, but there were some things that it was so hard to earn it on your own. Um, that it pretty much was like, yeah, unless you are middle class, like you're not gonna win any games. Hearthstone just because you ain't got the money for the right decks. That's, that's a bad problem for a game to have. It's it's yeah. too expensive to feel like you can win. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it, it was basically unless you know life it. Yeah. And so that was unfortunate because I liked I liked Hearthstone. I I played it for a little bit. Um never anything too engaging for me just because eventually it's like, look, I'm still l- losing the bots here. This is not good. Um, <laughs> I know that so eventually feeling. I just move on. Now, so they're competing with the card games. And uh, with the That's MOBAs. the Runeterra. And right. then the Wild Rift is the MOBA. Mm-hmm. And then Project A is what they are competing with against Overwatch, from what they say. How yeah, do they so describe it? It was a character-based or hero-based tactical shooter. Which right. is, I mean, that's man, how that's, that's how they're marketing it. Yeah, that, that's that's the golden combination there. They, they, they say, say they say the direct quote is Project A, which I have a feeling that this is actually what they're going to come out and name it as. Um, <laughs> and then they're gonna they're gonna have some 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 sort of dumb backstory of why it's called Project A. You're part of Project A, an elite alpha organization sent to kill people. Anyway, they they say it's a stylish, competitive, character based tactical shooter. Which, you know, there's a lot there. Uh, there's a, um, there's a uh, trailer out for it. A, a quote-unquote trailer. 
I would say it's not even a trailer yet. It's a teaser. Um, and I it's, wouldn't even. I would say it's an unfinished teaser. I would say. Yeah. I would say it's like uh, looking at a looking at a canvas with like a light graphite sketch on it, and then and then they're saying this is the best painting that you'll ever see. And it's like okay. Yeah. Maybe so, the first thing uh, I thought when I saw characters, I was just like, wait, this just like it. It looks like it came out before, uh, TF two. Like it, it did not look modern at all. Uh, and to me anyway. I, I think the issue it is it looked the, like CSGO with with a, a light mod. Yeah, it it seemed a lot like Paladins and even Fortnite. It reminded me of Fortnite, and I think they are pursuing a visual style that is already on the way out, right? Yeah. Yes, that's uh, the big thing. What, sure. what was it? Uh, Cliff Blazinski's Radical Heights. Oh, boy. It was, uh, I mean, obviously, failed project, because I don't think mm-hmm. anyone actually knows what that is. Well, he also did, uh, what was the latest one? He did that one, and then, we d- like, it literally had lost all of its player base in 48 hours. Oh no no no! Was uh, are you thinking the culling too? Because that's not. I don't think that's. No no, he did. Um, man, what was it called? Oh, was that the one where it was also a the competitive character based, based tactical shooter? Yeah, competitive character based tactical gravity. And it started based with a shooter. U, didn't like not the Untouchables. No, it wasn't Apex. Uh uh-huh. I know what you're talking about. And man, I really wish that I had that name. I, I I'm with you now. I'm with you. But yeah, it it was legit like. The game was so underused, like, I couldn't even make it through the tutorial to give it a shot, to give it a non-sco, because you needed other players to be happening and playing throughout the game. That's bad. And so I was like, and so I checked the Steam stats, I'm like, who's playing the game? And it showed two people. I'm like, oh, so me and, like, another death. Wow, this is embarrassing. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm trying to find out what game that is. That's really, but anyway, it, it's it yeah, looks like a outdated game, and it's not yeah. because they're they're low quality graphics in like the resolution. It's because the style is yeah kind of overdone already. Uh, Lawbreakers, that's what that was called, right? Yes, Lawbreakers. Not only like not only was just like the the visual sort of artistic style of it sort of look outdated, but like, I know it sounds really weird, but just, like, the cartoonish, like, nature of the way that the characters sort of move, not only did it, you know, look outdated, but it also just made the whole game look kind of, like, the only way I can think to describe it is sort of, like, clunky, smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, it was fast-paced, mm-hmm. but it felt, you know, it felt like you had dropped a really powerful engine in a very terrible car, you know? <laughs> like, it just, it it didn't feel right. Just, eh. Yeah, that's well. I, I think a lot of, with a lot of these new games coming out, because you guys know, I'm actually secretly rooting for every single game that comes out, even if it's not one that. I, well, actually, you know what? I don't care for romance novel games. I'm not rooting for those. Got to stick to my <laughs> consistency there. You don't want to date a pigeon. But all the games, all the games that I don't even want to know the backstory behind that, or if that's a real thing. Yes, now. <laughs> So when I'm seeing like Lawbreakers and all these other things coming out, I'm rooting for them, but then I play them and it's like, you guys, you're you're not getting it. Like you're trying to make it too complex up front. The complexity needs to be like an option of whether or not you want to play that way and then go from there. But like so many of these things, especially with Lawbreakers, yeah, the gravity-based stuff, it's not too complicated. Like there's been other games, Unreal Tournament, you know, jumping up and down and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but come on. And I, I like, think that's was just... a little bit of the sense that we're getting from Project A. Of course, they chose to release footage of it when, um, as it was pointed out to me by Luca before the show started, they didn't even have crosshairs when you aim down sights, right? Like, like, yeah, like a little it, reticle box will pop up. Sh- we- yeah, it, like it's supposed to be a tactical shooter. Not having uh, crosshairs aiming from the hip is normal. But then you bring the sights up, and there's just like an outline for like a like a hollow sight, right? But yeah. then there's no yeah. reticle, and and, and it just it's not like they're planning to release it like that. Hopefully not. But it just I shows you so. how unpolished this product that they're showing is. Um, and they showed what seemed to be like one or two of these characters 
and they only showed like a handful of abilities um and they were really milking it for all it was worth and i think I wanna... that they were uh i think that they what they were doing with this is they were just going everybody doesn't like blizzard everybody says oh what should we play instead of overwatch tf2 it's not really dead but it's off, it's it's far away from the spotlight right now okay we can pounce on this we can get people hyped up but there's nothing to be hyped about yet because what you showed is movement aiming partially and a few abilities. I and actually disagree with that. I, I don't even think they showed aiming partially because every single time someone was hit uh, in the trailer, it just sort of happened. There was no like moment where someone like aimed, right? Pretty much every time they would like just come around a corner and just like pull the trigger and someone would die. Like it, they would just magically be in the center of the screen. Like it didn't even feel like they were showing gameplay. It felt like they were showing like a choreographed thing. I want to go again, back and I want to look sights. at that because because I, I get well, what yeah, you're like, saying. Like, it, it looked really, like, weird, and, like, I don't, like, it, it looked like every single person playing the game had, like, some sort of cheat that auto-aimed, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's what the trailer looks like, and I'm like, you're demonstrating the game like that? R really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, look... after the hype, sorry, I, I, I just had to get this in. Go for after it. seeing the hype, and then I went to check it out, I went from wanting to root for it to actually angry that they even brought this out. Like, th this wasn't ready. And then when you look at how some of the other announcements were, it's like, were they ready for any of this? Because, and maybe I'm just spoiled with Apex Legends, what they did. How they just dropped the game. Maybe they should have had one of these games available to drop upon announcement. Just one. Not like, hey, we're going to talk about all this. All these games, we have no real time frame for any of them. This one might be a couple of months. Project Day, who knows? Project Day doesn't look like it's going to be done anytime soon. Maybe at least a demo. Now, when I was looking for it, um, I didn't see the open beta for the card game now. It said sign up, but yeah, it didn't the... say when it was. Yeah, but it's, it's again, that was initially. What? Like, sign up for the pre sign up to the initial pre alpha beta. Yeah, an open beta, uh, beta, an open beta in early 2020. When th that's a 12 month window, it could be any time. And, and so, with, yeah, um, the, the, with with Project A, it was the same thing. They said, "Look out for more information in 2020." That weren't even, I mean, goodness, 2021. Yeah. I would say is the earliest that this game would be out. <laughs> I mean, I just think they shouldn't have even showed it. Like the Project A stuff for sure. Um, maybe they had to, because if they would have just mentioned, oh, we got mobile stuff coming, mm -hmm. like, oh, here we go, you know. But yeah. if they throw all of this out there, it's like, wow, look at all of what they're doing. So I'm sure Riot Games fans, or I think Rioters is what they're called, I'm sure they're pretty pumped. Um, I actually just watched the League of Legends documentary the other day, so it definitely made me have a lot more respect for Riot Games, seeing what they went through and how they became successful but then that even raised my expectations even more so when i saw the hype saw the documentary came back to look at what was going on like this is it not all that impressed um also you can use more than four colors in a game for project <laughs> a it doesn't have to be green gray brown and tan <laughs> you can do more, I promise. Nah, man, it's an artistic decision, trust me. And for for uh, those of you who don't want to watch the trailer right now, or don't have the time, or don't care enough, um, basically, what what the game looks like, it feels like, is uh, it it looks like it's it's very similar to CS:GO. And around the the two twelve mark in the trailer, you can actually see what appears to be a buy menu open. So it seems like what they did is they took CS:GO with the same kind of like really really snappy gameplay, right? They show a super flick shot where a character fires and then uses an ability to, like, do an air burst back behind cover, and that just seems annoying. That made me angry because I got, like, flashbacks. Um, anyway, yeah, it seems like CSGO with we gave your characters powers, so you're also buying items and using powers and hardcore, and when you are killed, you can be revived. They show that as well. I'm just wondering how well is all that going to translate? Because originally I was like, 
is this going to be like a, a dirty bomb replacement, right? Got that dirty bomb shaped hole in my heart? Nope, not at all. Does not look anything like it. And it looks, ah, ah, ah. I, that, that's really all I can say about it. It just, there's, just play. looking back at some of the games that have come out, I wonder if people are just banking and hoping that people will just mosey on over to their new game just because it's somewhat similar, but also new to the old game. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that is they, a common They got to do way more, though. Like, because Fortnite, as long as Fortnite's around, it's going to be sucking up a lot of the time of people that you would usually have there to spread word of mouth about these other games. Like, I think it's gotten that bad to where it's even to that level to where even if a game is okay that other people would like because they like that type of game, they're not there to spread the word because they're playing Fortnite right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Fortnite does take players from multiple genres. It's not like you're only seeing people who usually play this kind of game stay in that kind of game because Fortnite's out. Like Fortnite, it kind of takes from everybody. It's It's got a very wide appeal to it. As I've said in the past, even Netflix says that they're competing with Fortnite for time. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Do, do you mind if I, for a second, just, I, I guess, like, examine just the concept of a character-based tactical shooter for a second? Go, go for it, but I'm going to ask first that you, that you define what you mean by tactical shooter, because I think people's interpretations of that are wildly different in, in important but subtle ways. That's fair, right? Um, as far as I can tell, what they mean by tactical shooter is uh, no crosshairs, just whatsoever, apparently. <laughs> um, and, like, a couple shots and you're dead. You know, like, one shot, maybe two shots mm-hmm. seems to be their version of tactical shooter. Which, frankly, to me, it's like, yeah, those are crucial elements of a tactical shooter, but I don't necessarily agree that those two elements a tactical shooter make, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that seems to be their, their definition, right? When I heard this concept of like a, you know, like a hero-based tactical shooter, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm just sort of like, uh, initially I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I start thinking about it, I'm like, I feel like one of two things is going to happen. Like, my first thought is one of two things is going to happen, right? Either people are going to constantly lean on their abilities, right? And the Mm -hmm. gun will just sort of be like a almost like a sidearm sort of afterthought. I didn't even think right? of that, but that's that's a good point right there. Or it'll be the other way around, and everyone will just, it'll be like a normal tactical shooter where occasionally someone uses an ability, right? Wow. And I really don't know which way it's going to go, but I really feel like you're going to end up in one of those two camps. Or worst case scenario, there are some heroes that their abilities are useless, so you're just sort of limited to your gun, and then there are some heroes that their abilities sort of, like, are a lot more worse. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, that that was my first thought. Is just I don't necessarily know that the gunplay of a tactical shooter necessarily is gonna really match up that well with a a sort of hero based game, especially when there's a point in the trailer where this uh character sort of like leaps into the air with some sort of ability and then like just throws a knife to a person, and like the way it looked, it it almost felt like maybe it was an auto-hit. Again, it was hard to tell because the whole trailer looked like everything was auto-hitting. But if you're going to have a- abilities like that, it sort of, me, fundamentally ruins part of, like, the whole appeal of a, a, a tactical shooter. And if you have an ability like that, people are going to use it over and over and over again. You know? Yeah, the um, ability to hop up over cover, and then you know, for no ammo cost or anything like that, just throw a knife at someone that can supposedly insta-kill on the head. Not saying that all of those things are definitely going to be in the game, but you're you're circumventing map design as certain characters without much cost, it seems. Yeah. Now, um, the other sort of issue I have is that, you know, the selling point, I think, in a way, is like, oh, you know, different characters will have, like, different abilities, and so you'll have, like, different playstyles. And, like, yeah, sure, that's all well and good, but... We kind of already have that in some tactical shooters, where you have different classes that have different, you know, weapons available to them and different abilities, you know, so on and so forth. It, it like, it almost just feels like 
it, it, it's it's just a normal tactical shooter, but with like magic powers, kind of. Right? Yeah, the yeah. And it's set, the set in near element. future Earth, which is yeah. So that's the thing. There's Earth. there's already a battle royale, which is still the number one genre at the moment that has magical powers, mm-hmm. and it ain't doing too hot. So why are these people think that oh ours will be the good one? <laughs> I don't I know. To, to sum up my sort of thoughts on it, uh, just that last point is basically it almost feels like if unless they like either go the Overwatch route and like you know hyperdevelop all the characters or go like the sort of route that TF2 sort of stumbled into where people just kept using their characters to make films, right? <laughs> uh, it almost feels like the characters are only gonna sort of be there as a sort of like aesthetic. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, here's a guy who looks like this. It, like, it, it, it'll effectively just be like... Well, I wonder how character-based will it be, or will it be class-based? Yeah, exactly. I, I think some people be a fancy think... version of a class. So, yeah. Uh, like a different class system. And so at that point, all you're generating is some fan art. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which, if it means another episode of Gmod Idiot Box gets created, I'm all for it. But I doubt that's going to happen. I'm I'm sure someone's gonna get that reference. It was a good reference. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't get it, but I'm very proud of you. Good reference. Thank you, thank you. I still want to see what comes out, but right now I'm uh, my my high expectations have been turned down significantly. I do want to play League of Legends, though. Not gonna lie. Oh yeah. It did it did make me want to do that because I remember, hey, I did like that one on PC. Um. So yeah. That's. <laughs> It's coming you up. don't know how sad it made me to say, oh my goodness. I was like, we should, we should play Dota 2 sometime. And you guys are like, yeah, yeah. And then I like come back after leaving the house and everyone's just like, we uninstalled it. It was so bad. I'm like, we had to. I what? mean, it's not that the game was bad. We were so bad. We broke a man's spirit in half. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's part of. We I were just... probably the last people he was ever kind to. Because we destroyed what was good left in that man. That's how bad we played in that match. Like, but, he could have said, uninstall, and I'd be like, right away, sir. <laughs> yeah, but instead of, instead of torturing a poor soul, you just waited. It could have been me that you tortured, and I would have been okay with that. Well, you know, we all make mistakes. Maybe it's time to forgive us, huh? <laughs> still, I still... So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start playing League of Legends, and I'm going to start... Playing team fight tactics. Well, there we go. Then, then hearing, we can get both. I'm hearing both that is the superior the one. Yeah. So now, you know. um, yeah. Other than that, some games that are coming up: Outer Wilds and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Don't know where I, people land on the whole boycotting that thing or not because it technically is Activision Blizzard. Same thing. We'll see how that goes. I've seen Call of Duty boycotts in the past where everyone's like, don't pre-order, don't play the game. And then you see that famous screenshot on launch day of everyone playing the game. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of people have said, like, oh, darn, I was excited to play the new Call of Duty. But, were you, I mean, this is, this is a little bit out from its release. You know, how much will that excitement take over? And they go, okay, it's, it, it really doesn't matter that much. It's it's gonna take a couple of big names to say, yo, Call of Duty's legit. You should play it. But also I'm seeing a lot of those major reviewers playing Death Stranding right now. And uh they're really giddy for it. So hopefully that turns out good. So I'm thinking just by the sheer everyone's attention is on Death Stranding, a lot of these games coming out in the next week or two aren't gonna be paid attention to. So it's going to be, even though we have two major releases coming up, it's going to be kind of a lull compared to other games coming out. Quite possible. That being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode. Thanks for the commentary in the chat. It's been helpful, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Remember, HeavyShelf.com where we have everything. We're on all the relevant social media under Heavy Shelf, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine. Most importantly, though, you can join our Discord, which you'll find on the website by going to Community and Discord. That's where we chat, share, play together. And on the forum, we've opened up a Minecraft club 
where if you join Ooh. that, you can then at, be added to our Minecraft server for some good times. There's some thing I can't say what's coming down the pipeline, but it's, it's going to be some good stuff in Minecraft. We're, we're going to go all in. It's in one of them servers like, okay, we got together for like a week and a half, and now the server's dead. No, no. That's not going to happen with this one. So, looking forward to seeing you guys there on the server, both Discord and Minecraft. And uh, for those who want to play League of Legends, I'm down. Hit me up. I'm West on Discord. Jump in that arcade chat and at me, and we'll get right to it. Again, thanks for coming out. See you next time.